All right, BradCooney.com. We'd like to welcome to the show hip-hop recording artist, the infamous crackhead from the Lawbreakers. What is up? What's going on, Brad Cooney? Yo, man, glad to have you on board, bro. I'm glad to be here finally, finally getting on the shows, man, getting everything together, letting everybody know that I'm here, I'm back, I'm bringing y'all some pure hip-hop, I'm bringing you some original joints. I'm just ready to absorb the fans and give them something new. Yeah, so I checked out your your, your new song, um, and immediately it threw me back to, like, 80s hip-hop, which is my favorite. Um, it just threw me back to old-school kind of style. And yeah, I Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Yo, know, Foundation. Give you a little something to Foundation. I can do some of the old Foundation, then give you some of the new stuff. Yeah. Know? Yeah, I can tell you're diversified. I, I can tell you, you you can pretty much do all the above. And that you've been around a minute, too. Yes, sir. All right, so let's do uh, let's do this before we talk into your latest projects. Tell the listeners out there um, just a little bit about you. Like, like I know you've been doing this a while, but let, let let the listeners know when it was you first got into making music and how did it all start. Back in the day, um, basically, man, I've been growing up around music all my life. All my when my parents lived at, you know, my mother, she was around. She grew up with Aretha and them. My father, my grandfather, he had a church. So he knew C.L. Franklin, so oh. not personally. So basically, they used to be doing things at the church, so I kind of grew up around that atmosphere. Then as coming up, my brothers and them had a band. They were doing things around town. And then as hip-hop came along, I got inspired by that, seeing, you know, DJs and stuff like that. I got into DJing and, you know, stuff like that. And, you know, that kept me out of the streets a little bit. And the music just was so diversified. My brother, my other brother, he was a bouncer at um like alternative club and I used to go down there and just absorb the atmosphere down there. So that's where that diversified shit comes from in my music. Now you DJed before you got out and started actually hip hop music, right? Or am I did yes, I get sir. that wrong? Yeah. So what was it that made that transition though? when did you make that flip? Well, when the group had the original group was the speakers of the house. That was like 12 members in the group. And through time changing and the casualties of war through life and streets, yeah. um, a couple of the last two remaining partners, you know, I was doing like the DJ and he was like, you know, Bear was like, you know, he said that. He was like, man, I want you to start, you know, getting on the mic. He was like, man, you got a nice voice, you know, for the game. He was like, why don't you sit down and start writing with it? So, you know, I was like, man, I don't want to really get into it. But, you know, he's like, come on, man. So I got into it with the fellas, you know, just on some, you know, rhyming with the fellas, and always, like I said again, music is something that I love. It's a passion. So I just got into it, and I just took to it, and I just kept going. So you mentioned a minute ago about this life on the streets, and and I and I get it. Um, it ain't it ain't a picnic for a lot of people, you know, depending on where you're from. So you had this original group, um, and then of course things happen. So now you have those memories. So tell us how the Lawbreakers, how this form, this group was formed. Well, the last remaining member is like a pack. Mm -hmm. You know, we kind of like gave a pack to each other. Like, I want to do the same thing. I want to give an aspiring artist the same thing. I want to bestow down to him, you know, the group, and tell him to keep the memory, if you want to change the name, but just keep the honor going of all the members that, you know, put this together. You know what I'm saying? So basically, I took this group and reformulated with the guys that I got now. Mm. Bunch of extraordinary artists that I love. You know, Chronic, Joe Black, Joe Slick, Khalid, The Minister. These guys, they put their heart 
into what, you know, what they write. You know, my god sister, when she did something on the first project, and I want to put that out there, too. I did a project that I didn't get a chance to put online, but people, you know, a few fans that know about it, they want me to put it online. So I'm going to put that online. But, yeah, you know, I just wanted to reform me and just come back and finish what was started. And these guys that I'm working with now, you know, they give me so much drive and, you know, and so much inspiration. And the guy that I shoot my videos with me, he's a, an eclectic artist, Boudin. He's so diversified, too. You know, everybody has a niche, you know, so that's what I like about it, you know. So, all right, so you have two projects. Now, your most recent one is a song that I listen to. Um, Girls Everywhere. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I like that. Uh, Thank you. Um, so that that's off World Domination, right? That World Domination yes, is your sir. most current project. Now, 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 those Ground Zero is that is that the project you just talked about a minute ago about the first one, or are these two mutually out? They're mutually out. They're mutually out. I brought those out because after the pandemic had hit, World Domination suppose that came out then. Ah. The pandemic hit. I just brought that back and I talked to management and they was like hold back so when things started to clear up I said well drop it I said you know I'm gonna drop both of them so you know we just had a discussion they were like man you want to go with it I said well drop both of them so round zero is basically the the newest album world domination is kind of like an older but mm -hmm. round zero is the new one so when I'm getting ready to drop another album which is called um lost in the concrete jungle and the oh. first single off that will be rap yeah. All right. So let's get back to these two projects, World Domination, Ground Zero. So the single Girls Everywhere, <clears throat> like I told you in the beginning, I listened to it and it brought me right back to my favorite era of hip hop. Um, and of course, you, you, you added that that's not the only thing you can do, which is great. Um, but I only heard the one song. So talk about the song Girls Everywhere. Give me a little backstory on the title of the song and what the song's about. Well, basically, man, everybody has their own niche about how they talk about ladies. Mm -hmm. I think right now, the reason why I took that song back to like a, a era of good times and and vibing with ladies, vibing with the girls and stuff like that, it's right now we're in a time where we're just demean, you know, just it's just so, hey, look, do what you do. I mean, like I said, again, eat how you eat. I'm not stepping on nobody's toes. But you know what? You know, I have a daughter, I got sisters, and I got a mom. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you ain't got to say everything out in the street. You got to leave some of that shit behind closed doors. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I talk about a lady in a different way. So I would say, you know, I like all flavors of ladies. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> the song was like, hey, I'm talking from Latino to Colombian to black, white, understand, to English, to Asian, whatever flavor. Yeah, I just love you, ladies. Man. And I'm gonna do it respectfully. Yeah, man, I can relate. When I went into the Navy after I graduated high school, um, that's when I really saw the world. You know what I mean? I seen, um, and and there wasn't a there wasn't a kind of woman I didn't chase, dude. Um, you know what I'm saying? Black women, <laughs> Asian women, Puerto Rican women. <laughs> you know. Yeah, absolutely. That's expand your horizons. That's what I tell guys. You got to expand your horizons. Yep. When you expand your horizons, then you can understand what the song is talking about. Mm -hmm. It's just not talking about one variety of women. It's talking about all variety of women. And it's a fun beat. It's, it's you know, it's upbeat. 
and give you something you can vibe to, ride to, bounce to, play it up in the club if you choose to. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just something different from everything that you've been getting all day long. I mean, it's like you got one million MCs in one box. I'm trying to be that one million that's outside the box. Yeah. And the song, if I could have, if I could make a few comparisons, I mean, I'm, I got a Tupac, and also in certain parts of that song, I got a ludicrous feel, and a Tupac feel as far as if I can make a comparison. Respect to both of them, and 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 I, and, 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 and I get that a lot. So and I no problem. And respect to Pac, it definitely big ups the Luda, and those two guys that I would definitely love to rock with Luda one day if I could ever get that chance. And but you know, resting to the beats, yeah. You know, I definitely would have been, you know, ready to get gangster with that. The legend. Definitely. All day long. Tupac's a legend. You know, I, I interviewed the actor that played Tupac in the, t in the, in the movie Straight Outta Compton. He was on my, he was on my show. Um, wow. And I asked him, I asked him on the interview, I said, what, what was the highlight? What was, like, the most memorable part of playing Tupac in that movie? And he said, man, he's like, honestly, it wasn't during the movie. It happened after the movie. And I was like, really? What happened? And he said, man, he's like, I was at a, at a film premiere party, and this, this older black lady came walking up to me and held out her hand and introduced herself, and she, it was Tupac's mother. Wow. And she leaned into him and said, I just want to let you know that I'm proud of you, and you did my son proud, and, and he's looking down from heaven smiling. And the dude, I mean, every hair in my body stood up when he told me that. And, and, and he See, said, the, he said the same thing. He said, what better validation? You can't get any better validation than how you did when yeah. Tupac's mother comes up to you, you know, and says that. Man, you can't. You you got to honor that. See, that's what we're getting away from, man. All this, you know, I, I'm just saying, man, respect. Just yeah. can we give a little respect to each other, man? Yeah. Like I say again, man, look, I'm not trying to step on nobody's toe. I'm just trying to be different, original, and be me. I'm just trying to be the infamous crackhead from the lawbreakers. You, you know, look here. I love everybody. I even love my haters. I love everybody. Yes, sir. Because, you know what I'm saying? Your haters going to tell everybody, hey, not to like that motherfucker, but your people going to say, hey, let me go check that out. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so, <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying, bro? Yep. It's all good with me, man. I, I mean, look, I, lo I love this, you know, and I love people. You know what I'm saying? I love to motivate. You know, if the industry gives me a chance, I won't let the industry down. I mean, shit, I want to get into acting. I mean, I got the chops for it all. I'm, yeah. I'm confident. I'm ready to do this. I don't have any doubt. And I wanted to clarify something. When I brought up that point that, that it threw, your song threw me back to a, like, a, like a Tupac era type thing, that was in no way, shape, or, or means a slight at you because your talent speaks for itself and you're, you are you. It's just like every – it happens like almost every time I talk to any musicians – it's very difficult not to, to have a little bit of an influence on you know what I mean to have to be oh, yeah yeah that's all I meant by that yeah for oh sure. no and Brad, that, that's no offense taken here no okay good deal. here you're doing what you're supposed to do as a well, an interviewer and I appreciate that that's bringing out something and I appreciate that that, that gives me more drive when I'm yes, done with sir. this interview to get down even more I appreciate that man I appreciate you all right so um, great song is that what about a video I, I didn't get a chance to see is there a video out for this song. No, we're working on the video now. Again, everything got pushed back. Yeah. My guy had, the, the dude that shoots my videos, he had kind of got bogged down with some stuff. So we are working on a video for Girls Everywhere. But I do, fans, I do have a video for 
uh, Ground Zero album, Bars, coming out this weekend. Nice. This weekend. Bars will be out this weekend. This video will be out this weekend. That's what's up right there. That's good news. All right, so one of the things I read when I was reading up on you um, about both of these projects, World Domination and Ground Zero, there is a distinct difference between the two records. Talk about that. Yes, World Domination kind of gives you a little bit of, I would say, conscious on some songs. It takes you on the street level. Then it just gives you, I mean, like, I, I can say again, I like painting pictures. Mm -hmm. A lot of artists don't write stories anymore. They just talk rap or it's just just what it is. You know, I'm, I'm kind of like point blank to the point when I rap and when I speak my words. So world domination kind of starts off on some political and it kind of dove, it dives into a couple of things that people don't like to talk about anymore. There's a lot of social issues that's going on around. Absolutely. You're free. Like to, you're free to talk about it on my show. Oh, well, thank you. Well, <laughs> well you know what I'm saying? We, we don't like to dive into things that, that don't. I know, get it. It seems like we, we're, we're so woke now. We're scared. Yeah. Not here. I probably agree with what you're about to say too. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I like to, I like to say that finally I get a platform to kind of like express myself a little sure. bit, not go too harsh, but I'm just saying I'm not one of these watered down and I can't just sit up here and just go with the everyday rigmarole. Bro, I can't do that, Brad. I just can't sit up here and sell the soul just to be just for riches. If you gonna like me, like me for me. Right. No, I'm, I'm, I'm down with that. There's a lot of, there's a, look, I get myself in trouble all the time. Um, I got family members that are mad at me. <laughs> some, of the, some, of, some of my positions. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got the same thing, man. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like the black sheep. You know? Yeah. So I run the black sheep coat brown here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, but, and then with, with Ground Zero, Ground Zero takes you to basically the growth and it takes you on a street level and it takes you to basically uh i would say um of, of if you want to get into ground zero it goes it's the album starts off with bars and it starts off with that and it's just basically explaining how i feel about the rap game right now okay yep and it basically if you listen to that song it, you know i'm just i'm just saying how i feel and i have a lot of artists that i love that's not even getting played you know yeah. what i'm saying it's like what are you doing Yep. You know what's crazy? A similar things happen in the rock genre too. Like like if you go to like Sirius Satellite, some of those rock stations, yep. they don't play new rock bands. They don't play their stuff. They're still spinning shit from like the nineties and the early two thousands, the hit songs. They don't give new artists a shot. It's it's it's, it's almost impossible to get new spins. Yeah. It's hurting, man. It's hurtful, man. It's like, it's hurtful, man. It's like, what is going on? And I mean, like, I'm, I'm passionate about this shit. I'm, yeah. I'm so passionate about this shit. You know, and I'm passionate about independent artists, everybody trying to eat. You know, I'm definitely, I, I mean, I like, I listen to a lot of independent artists. Because, again, I was a DJ. Yeah. And being a DJ, when the time I was coming up, you could break artists. You could literally break. I could play your shit in a basement, and next thing you know, people running up, yo, who is this? Yeah, you yeah. Know, and all this, you know, like, yo, who is this? You know, let me let me get a copy of this. Let me pull it out. You can't do that now. You yeah, know, program it's, directors. It's different, man. I tell you what, I always do. Um, because first of all, it's it's really important to support, especially indie artists, indie the artists that don't have major label deals. One of the things that drives me 
fucking nuts is when I see an indie artist. I got a, a matter of fact, I got a good friend of mine. He's a country singer, um, and he was on that TV show, The Voice. He did he did pretty good too, but now he's doing his thing. He doesn't have a record label, and he's out there on the weekends gigging. You know, he's playing. And I see people underneath on his social media comments saying, yo, hook me up with a free CD. Hook me up with a free t-shirt. And I want to reach out and slap the fuck out of these people. I was like, look, if you really support that artist, you ain't supporting him by trying to get free shit. He's trying to feed his family. He's trying to make bills, man. Buy his record. Buy his songs. Buy his merchandise. That's how you support people. Thank you. Can I do it? Absolutely. I'm saying, man, I don't ask for nothing. Man, that's that's a damn shame. When and that's the, the problem with the support. You know, is I get more support from people that I don't even know. You know, my inner circle is like kind of it's real small. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And it, it, that's bad. Only they only gonna say the support when you start making it. And they start seeing your life change. And then that's when <laughs> the, that illusionary yep. support comes. Yep. You know, Mike Tyson one time said, of course, the great heavyweight champion, Mike Tyson, mm-hmm. he said that when he had $100 million in the bank, he had 100 million friends. When he had $100 million, when he had $100 in the bank, he had five friends. Yep. Ain't that, ain't that some shit? That's the truth, yes, though. Yes, sir. It's the truth. That's, that's, and it's facts. That is fucking facts. That's why I'm, 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 I'm doing what I'm doing now, and I did this. On the, on the low, you know, a lot of people don't know what I did, you know, and I got with Starlight to, to start doing this because I said, you know what, I got to do this for me. And then my father had passed in my arms. Oh, man, it's hard to hear that, man. Yeah, it's good, dude, and I appreciate it. He lived to be 91. Oh, wow. But you know what? Hey, he told me, son, don't give up your dream. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he said that. And that was part of his last word. Yeah, I read that. I, I read that about you. That's right. On his deathbed, he said that, didn't he? Yeah, and that's what encouraged wow. me and put a lick fire up under my ass. And yeah. my mother, even in, and she even bagged that up, you know, and she's still around. And she's like, look, we don't we don't raise you to back down to nobody. We don't raise you not to go after your dreams. Yeah, man. Hey, look, shout out to Starlight. Starlight does a great job, by the way. They, they, man, I, they they're good. the best. Yes, yes. They're, they're, that was a smart move on your part, honestly. They'll get you out there for sure. Man, I'm, I'm, man I, I, I owe them so much. Yeah. That's why every time I do one of these, they got to get the big, big ups from me. Yep. I mean, they, they are doing their damn job, man. I appreciate it. Yep. I've been working with them for probably, shit, man, six or seven years now. And um, they're straight up. They, they send me artists all the time, man, so I know they're on it. They're on it for sure. Um, man, good stuff. and I'm seeing, I'm seeing a little bit of change. I just ain't got the, the industry to rock, rock on the door. But I'm, I'm gonna have y'all motherfuckers knocking. Y'all there gonna you knock. go. Keep at it, man. I'm gonna do my best to help you out. I'll share your stuff for you. Well, um, man, I fucking appreciate this, yes, Brad. I'm coming back on this show because I'm comfortable with kicking it with you, bro. Oh man, good to hear, man. You're welcome back. Just, just let us know, dude. You can come back anytime. Uh, I'm no heat. Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. When you drop some more, some of that sick-ass music you already just put out, because I love that song. I'm going to keep that. I'm going to put that in my rotation. Thank you. Yes, sir. All right, let's get back on it. So uh, we talked about World Domination. Well, you talked about the one record, and I was asking you what the difference between World Domination and Ground Zero is. So pick back up on that. Yeah, Ground Zero, like I said again, Ground Zero has some adult tracks. Like I said, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a, a youthful, you know, little teen, so it is adult tracks, so it takes you on a ride. Like, um, you got my feelings like what? 
um, that's a groovy track, you know. Yeah. Um, um, you got um, a couple other ones, Countdown. It, you know, then um, Fall From Grace, it, it talks, you know, about relationships. It talks about street things. The album has, the album has a, a couple of tracks on it. That, that will take you on a nice ride. If you listen to them, listen to what I'm saying. The beats are groovy. You, you, you will become a fan. I really think so. And what about World Domination? What's, what's the vibe of that record? The, right, the vibe on that record, like I said again, that's, if you want subconscious and you want to, you want to sit back and, and hear, hear some thoughts about some things, hear about some things that I'm going through, hear about some things that I feel about the world, you know, take a peek at World Domination. Listen to World Domination first, and then you'll be like, okay, well, you'll see where the infamous is coming at from that. Then take a listen to, um, uh, as you were talking about, as I give love to the old school, take a listen to hardcore. I give props out to the old school. A lot of, you know, a lot of these young cats don't give homage to the cats. If it wasn't for these cats, that was before us. We wouldn't be doing this shit now. Oh, a lot man. of your cats out here eating good, living in your mansions and yeah. jeweled out in your mouth. Give homage to the motherfuckers who laid this brick road for us. Yes, sir. You know who I look at when you say that? The, the, the people that really just come right to my forefront of my brain. NWA. These dudes, they took on fucking U.S. Congress. They they, 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 not only did they take, you know, all that bullshit censor and the police issues, all that crap going down, they went to Congress. They went after the U.S. government, so those guys opened some serious doors. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I strike issues on, in the album, on some things that, you know, and I took points and took shots and stuff, and I just want people to listen. Yes, you know sir. what I'm saying? People, like I said, yeah, they don't talk about nothing anymore. You know, it's just, you just want to hear this melodic beat and somebody just saying a chorus line five, six times over, and, you know, I just yeah. can't do that. That's so good, man. Storytelling's where it's at, man. Spitting facts, storytelling, reminiscing about history, all that stuff, man. So keep doing that. Just keep doing that, man. Keep doing it. There's, there's a platform for it. Um, yeah, what are what are some goals you got, man? Uh, we're halfway, believe it or not. In June, we'll be halfway through 2023 already. Um, what do you want to get done for the second half, the remaining part of the year? I'm trying to get back into the shit win. I'm trying to get back on somebody's tour. I'm trying to get back out of here and get on stage. That's what I'm working on now. Getting the website going back up, like you were saying, with the merchandise, because I have merchandise and all that stuff. But like yeah. the pandemic, it took a lot of stuff, and yeah. I lost some people that was working for ghetto props, you know, they took off and went did some other things, so you know, I'm just trying to put my staff back together, get everything back in rotation and um, like I said again doing the show, drop this next single, get ready for Lost in the Concrete Jungle uh, get these videos together for y'all and come back on these podcast shows and get ready to get out of here and reach the world Man, that's what's up. All right, dude. Well, we're about, we're about to ready to wrap this up, man. Before I let you go, though, I'll give you an opportunity to tell everybody where they can get your music and where they can follow you on social media. Everybody listen to this. Man, download and buy this guy's stuff, man. Don't do the freebie crap. Purchase his songs. Follow him on social media. Um, look, man, I really, I really appreciate talking to you. The infamous crackhead from The Lawbreaker, they got this new, this new project out, man. You guys all need to get behind it. Give everybody out there some closing thoughts on where they can follow you, brother. 
Man, you can follow me on Apple Music, Tidal, Spotify, everywhere that streaming platforms have music. You can catch me out there. I, I'm, I'm everywhere. You can catch me on Breakers313 on Instagram. You can hit me up on Twitter at Lawbreakers. Um, you can hit me on Facebook on the Lawbreakers. Um, I'm, a, I'm a little bit everywhere, man. I'm getting ready to set up a website, y'all. It will be... About give me about two weeks. I'm working on that now. And we'll have t-shirts, mugs, everything. I'm gonna even have a hotline where y'all can even holler at me. I'm gonna be going on live so I can chat with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Feel me out so I can feel y'all out so we can get a vibe going. But hey, just let me enter your playlist and let's vibe together, y'all. That's it. I just want to vibe with y'all. Oh, uh, man, I appreciate you joining me, brother. Like I said, when you got some new stuff, uh, hit us up. We'll get you back on, man. Man, thank you so much, Brad, for having me on your show. And big ups again to Starlight. Love y'all. Absolutely. All right, brother. I'll keep keep in touch with me, bro. I will. Take care, man.